0: And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Top o' the clock episode we're going to be talking to you about sports and food tonight is tuesday february 9th 2021 coming at you from a frigid champaign illinois my name is joel with me tonight as per usual is sam sam how's it going
1: doing well joel i'm coming at you from uh Brooklyn, New York, where it is slightly less frigid than where you are.
0: We're at 8 degrees right now.
1: I don't know where we are right now, but I'm going to guess in the mid-20s.
0: Yeah, that ain't bad. Uh, Usually, this is a sports and baseball-based podcast. Uh, Please be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and uh, check us out for all of our high-quality baseball podcasting uh, content. However, because it's the off season, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, food and food based culture. Sam is a uh, professional chef. He really knows what the fuck he is talking about. They pay me I, for uh, it. What?
1: They pay me for it.
0: Yeah, this is, this is, <laughs> they pay for it. Right. Me, I'm just you know living in quarantine land, trying to make different things usually in my crock pot. Um, you can always follow us on Twitter at dump on the ump. If you like the top of the clock uh, content, I recommend our Instagram account, dump on the ump. Got some good food uh, content there. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcast, please give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. Before we get really into uh, our episode, I want to wish happy National pizza day because today's Tuesday you're probably not listening to this episode on a Tuesday but it is happy national pizza day yeah happy belated so, pizza day happy belated pizza day just wanna uh, tell tell everyone out there in Tavern Pizza Land to go suck it as we continue our online <laughs> feud with those yeah. fucking cultists from the Midwest like <sighs> right to. Thin crust, square cut pizza. Right. (laughs) Oh man, it's like a piece of cardboard on another piece of cardboard, and that's the box that you get the pizza in. It's
1: like go pick a online fight with a computer,
0: (laughs) idiot. Uh, One thing I was thinking about, Sam, is is pizza by the slice. I think we were telling some jokes about this before, because one thing about. Especially the New York style of pizza, as it's based around pizza by the slice. And you can't do square cut pizza by the slice unless you have some kind of like fucked up, like, per price pizza. Like, you can't charge the same for the little crusty corner piece. Right. That you can charge for the soggy center piece. No, you
1: probably would. And then you just, like, stare someone right in the eye when you give them their, like, dry-ass crust <laughs> corner and ask for $3 in return.
0: <laughs> it was basically a weekend that I squinted ketchup on right.
1: <laughs> This is the part of the pizza that, like, a good 40% of people who eat pizza don't even eat. But this is right. your piece.
0: Yo, give me $4, go throw this in the trash (laughs) can.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Fun fact about New York pizza is the price of a slice of pizza and the price of the New York City subway have been linked since the beginning of the subway. Because the subway and the pizza slice became a thing around the same time and they've always cost like within $0.10 of each other.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot. So there's a pizza place in, it's actually in Urbana, Illinois, our sister city, called uh, Manolo's, Manolo's, uh-huh. M-A-N-O-L-O. And that's the only place I know of where you can get New York-style pizza by the slice in Champaign-Urbana. Right. It's really fucking good. They also do empanadas so it's a pizza and empanada store um which i think is a great business plan i believe they're still open i was checking them google says they're temporarily closed their facebook page though says they are still open so if you are listening to this show please check out Manolo's in urbana illinois for your pizza delivery uh options mm-hmm. fucking delicious or just like midnight empanadas. If you are high and it's eleven thirty-five, you can get a chocolate empanada and like a spicy sausage empanada, and that, in my opinion, is like the best stoner food because you got your savory and your sweet kind of in the same package. Oh yeah, and you go back and forth on that one.
1: That's cool. Those are good. I love
0: empanadas. Yeah. Empanadas are great. I have like, a pretty you're... good empanada
1: spot by my house. Um, and I don't have a good pizza place by my house, which is a bummer. Yeah. But I am smack dab in the middle of beef patty, like Jamaican beef patty country, yeah. which is like the Caribbean
0: version of the empanada. Right. And and we I think we've talked about this on this podcast before. The ubiquity of the the... I call it the dumpling, right? Every culture has its take on the dumpling, which is a, a, a food present, right? Pack your protein inside your carbohydrate and munch on it, and it's fucking delicious. Right. Inside your wrapper. Yeah. And then deep fried, And then, fry. yeah. <laughs> Samosas, empanadas. Beef patties, gyozza.
1: Right, the the modern empanada and the beef patty also come are like derivatives of the samosa. And I think that the samosa was an independent, like rose of its own in Indian cuisine. Uh-huh. But the empanada, because there was like, uh you know, so much trade that was, like, India, New World, um, and the samosa kind of came over.
0: Well, and we've talked about this, you know, the relationship between food and the history of colonialism. We've talked about this before. Right. I and mean, this is all the UK, right? So the British raid India and discover samosas.
1: Right. They're like, damn, these are good.
0: Yeah, you're right. And then... What's in here? Potatoes?
1: Jesus.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they've never done potatoes like that before. And then through the transatlantic um, slave trade. Yeah, slave trade. Yeah, they... The versions of the meat package, that's what they call it, It sounds gross now that I think of it. But, you know, it's a present filled with ground beef, potatoes, and spices.
1: Well, it doesn't have, you know, the beef patty is, but there's plenty of versions of of the empanada that are vegetarian, and then the samosas are usually just potatoes and carrots. Yeah. Peas, maybe.
0: Um, I had a question. When I order my samosas, they give me the green chutney and the red chutney, right? Right. I always go for the green. Okay. Am I wrong about that?
1: I mean, I you know, it's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure thing as far as I'm concerned. I really like the brown, like, tamarind syrup. Oh. Do you get that? I,
0: don't, I have had it. I don't think they put it in my to-go package. I should ask. We've got a couple of good Indian foods. One thing about the Champaign-Urbana area, even though, you know, relatively small college town, there's a pretty good variety of different ethnic cuisines. That's um, probably because really,
1: it's a college town.
0: Because it's a college town, exactly. Really good Korean food, uh, Indian food, uh, you know, uh, southern style, really good soul food. Uh, I don't know, for, for the size of the town, I'm really happy with my culinary choices. Um, Super Bowl was this last weekend. Yeah, sure was. What'd you make? Uh, we had a
1: make-your-own-pizza bar and a make-your-own-sunday bar.
0: Make-your-own-pizza bar, okay. Um, so my family, i mentioned that this before, Growing up, that was my family's Christmas Eve tradition. Right. Was it make your own pizza ball. Now, how did you make the crust? Did you put, uh, buy it? Did you prepare it? Um, how long did it take? What, did, what ingredients did you make? Well,
1: we have uh, Michelle's sister and her boyfriend are kind of like our pod. Like, those are the people that we see. Um, like, and so you know, they came time. over and they made the pizza crust. Okay. And we made the toppings.
0: Okay. And what toppings did you pick? And what sauces and Mm -hmm. cheese?
1: Uh, Well, we only had mozzarella this time and tomato sauce. Uh But then we had peppers, onions, pepperoni, sausage, barbecue chicken, artichoke hearts, and like garlic fried zucchini. Mm -hmm. I think that was it.
0: We usually have just roast garlic, like like that. You can just put on a topping. That's something I really love. Right. Yeah, that sounds good. And then I did that I really the love, last
1: pizza party we had. We did that. But...
0: Yeah, I, I like uh, sauce choices on pizza bowls. Um, having like a tomato sauce and a pesto sauce uh, selection is really delicious. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah.
1: I, yeah. I don't I don't love pesto on pizza. Or like, I like pesto I, maybe on top of pizza after it comes out of the oven.
0: Right. No, I, I really that, like it's, uh, pesto, you know, cook a pizza with pesto sauce instead of marinara sauce. Right. With, you know, tomato sauce. I highly recommend that. Like, instead of a white pizza, it's a green pizza.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I gotcha. No. That's some real, like, hippie mom shit, I
0: feel like. <laughs> sure. Well, you, you have a whole shit ton of pine nuts. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, The thing
1: now, the question is, is what to do, because now we have just a bunch of containers that are full of Peppers, onion, sausage, pepperoni, artichoke, heart, zucchini, barbecue chicken. What do we do with all of that?
0: Sandwiches.
1: Just weird cheese steaks with like five different yeah. Pro- proteins? Yeah,
0: yeah. Italian Philly cheese steaks.
1: <laughs> sausage and peppers with also pepperoni and barbecue chicken? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, no. Like, make a sandwich ball. You already did a pizza ball. Make go get some like, what kind of bread do you want with that? Not baguettes, but some some good deli bread. And then you get to pick what protein you want. You you got to go buy some Philly style steak. Then some like, or maybe like.
1: Wait, I'm adding another protein to this mix.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: You know what's missing from that list? Some steak slices.
0: <laughs> I would love a chicken steak pepperoni sandwich, please. With sausage and barbecue chicken
1: and artichoke hearts? Artichoke <laughs> hearts. Sprinkle some Reese's pieces over the top.
0: No. Leftover no,
1: from the Sunday bar.
0: And <laughs> then some chocolate sauce. <laughs> Oh, artichoke hearts! Though I I need to go buy some artichokes. Uh-huh. I've not eaten artichokes in, in years, and I love artichokes right so much. Um, stuffed artichokes with breadcrumbs and cheese, just just steamed artichokes. Um, you're, you're gonna judge me for this. Growing up, we would make artichokes and just dip them in mayonnaise. Just oh, yeah, we mayonnaise. did that, too. That's good. Oh, my God, it's so good. And then I went to my buddy John's house one day, and they did the exact same thing my family did, except, except instead of mayonnaise, they used melted butter. That's good, too. basically the same thing. And I was just like, this is amazing. Oh, okay.
1: I, I was wondering which way that story was going to go. Like, I was wondering if young Joel saw them bring out the ramekins of melted butter and just fucking flipped out and flipped the table over.
0: Because, because the only fat you're allowed to use with your artichokes is mayonnaise. Yeah.
1: I thought maybe that's where that story was going.
0: <laughs> no, but like the most, um, delectable, I don't even know if that's the right word, like, What's the word that it's so rich and delicious it should be a crime? What's that word? Decadent? Yeah, but even more like soup. Taking the artichoke heart from an artichoke you've just eaten, right? You've gone through all the leaves, you've sucked off the flesh of all the leaves, and you just have the artichoke heart left and the fleshy part of it and you just dug the whole thing in a saucer of hot melted butter and then stick it in your mouth yeah stick it in yeah that's one of my favorite uh, decadent flavors of all time right yeah yeah because it's gross but it's so good I think that it would
1: be fun to do a dinner that was just things that you dipped in melted butter. Yeah. So you have your artichokes, and you have your lobster tails, and you have... What else do you dip in butter? Popcorn? Uh, No.
0: Clams? Clams. Yeah, steamers. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. It'd be very seafood. Right. Artichokes. I'm trying to... pop Popcorn? No, that's kind of like a
1: drizzle... Yeah. Broccoli? That's cheese sauce.
0: You could dip broccoli, buddy. Papa John's
1: pizza crust?
0: (laughs) Papa John, yeah. You have like high quality, like main lobster, and then you order Papa John. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, no, I gotta get into artichokes, but stuffed artichokes is good too. Oh, crab, yeah, yeah, crab. I've talked to you about this because um, I love seafood, not as much as you do. Well, you know, crustacean-based seafood, but like crab and lobster, I'm not. I'm too lazy. I'm not willing to do the labor it requires to obtain the flesh inside of them. Right, Payoff's not good enough for me. Yeah, I love I love oysters and clams and shrimp. You, you, really, you're talking about like the Red Lobster all you can eat except high quality <laughs> food.
1: Well, I really love crab. Like crab might be my favorite food. Yeah. And I'm talking every single version of crab, but oh, sure. the you crab, a- the like Maryland style like blue crab steam boil situation. I love it so much, and I like it specifically for the reason that you don't like crab, is because you, you get you get a million like small crabs and you tear them all apart, and like you have a huge pile of shells in front of you by the end, and you still need to get some french fries or something because you've only eaten about four ounces of meat. <laughs> <coughs> But you've also eaten, like, eight ounces of butter, so that's good.
0: Right, so you actually haven't burned any calories.
1: (laughs) I like that, though. I like the... I like unwrapping my food.
0: See, that's funny, because I like that about artichokes. Like, I like that about the artichoke weed. Right. Maybe because you get the artichoke heart at the end. I like the taste of the leaves. You know, I like sucking on them. Yeah,
1: sucking the mayonnaise off them,
0: and sucking the mayonnaise <laughs> off them. Yeah, but then you get the heart at the end. That's like your like Mario Brothers reward. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for my Super Bowl, uh, like I said, it's been like eight degrees here for a while. Right. And this is called Top of the crock because I started, like, doing different shit in my crock pot. Right. But this weekend, I uh, elected not to cook anything in my crock pot, partially because I'm completely off schedule with my grocery deliveries during the uh, COVID-19 lockdown. So it was Friday night, and I'd been drinking, and I ordered, like, super late at night a whole bunch of Indian food. I got... What were you drinking? Uh,
1: first question.
0: IPAs. I've okay. been uh, all I've been drinking for the last six months now is IPAs.
1: Because you're off the hard stuff, but you I'm still want to drink the most alcoholic beer that they make.
0: Yeah, and I'm not a big wine wine guy. <clears throat> so yeah, so my six point four percent, I think it is right. And it tastes like, you know, soap and oranges, like I like my beer.
1: <laughs> just like you washed off some sort of citrus fruit and just bit right <laughs> into it before you rinsed it. Your mouth is just full of dish soap and orange peel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 how do you like your beer? <clears throat> well,
1: see, I'm the opposite, right? Because I drink almost entirely hard liquor. Uh, and I drink beer when I'm hanging with friends, or like God forbid at some point I'm allowed to go back to the bar right that's thing yeah, then you know you get a pint of beer, like I love that, but when I'm at home it we've talked about this on the podcast before, way less recycling.
0: Uh, that's a good point that's a big point I really hate recycling this
1: and you you know makes you pee way less and you can have two drinks and it's the same as if you had six drinks or whatever if you're drinking beer but so I bought some beer for the Super Bowl I just
0: got a six pack I mean if you're drinking a glass of whiskey at a time yes right what do you think I'm doing no no I know (laughs) I've been
1: there (laughs) um but I got beer for the Super Bowl. I just got a six pack of Narragansett, uh-huh. and by the fourth quarter, I was like going to the bathroom every five minutes. You know?
0: Yeah. You that bothers you more than it bothers me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm a I have a touchy bladder. Yeah. But it's only yeah. when it comes to beer,
0: really. Well, I mean, I think that's the way it is with most people. Just because beer is water. Right,
1: but it's not. I can drink a ton of water and not have that problem.
0: Oh, okay. I think oh, it's. I think here. it's
1: psychosomatic, really.
0: Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should talk to your shrink about that one. I will as soon as I find them. Yeah. Anyway, so I went to the Indian food on Friday night, and it was good. I I got. Uh, um, I'm sorry. I said Indian food, and it was Thai food. God, I'm dumb. Uh, it was Thai food I got, <clears throat> You've been I got saying chicken. Indian
1: food for like an hour, Joel <laughs> I know, I know, it wasn't Indian food It was Thai You were saying Indian food before we recorded the A Block
0: It's because I got hooked up on samosas and how delicious samosas are This was I before we had the samosa conversation I, show, I know, I know I'm, It was Thai <laughs> it, was good. it was Thai, duck and Thai, and bad Thai <laughs>
1: Uh, I have to completely readjust my thinking about So wait, what did you
0: get? Pad Thai, you said? Pad Thai and crispy duck, spicy crispy duck. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it was really good. Two dishes. And so I had left over that on Saturday. And they said that a storm was coming. So I didn't want to wait until Sunday to order what I was going to eat on Super Bowl Sunday. Right. So I thought about what it was I really wanted to eat. and I didn't want to cook because I didn't really have any food in my kitchen. And so I ordered a bacon cheeseburger and chicken wings. And I got the bacon cheeseburger and the chicken wings on a Saturday afternoon. And I did not eat them. I put them in my refrigerator. I kept them in my refrigerator overnight. And then I took them out and ate them. Well, I watched the Super Bowl on Sunday afternoon. Did you reheat them? Yes, I did reheat them Okay on a plate, even
1: mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have a couple takes on that. Um, go ahead <laughs> first of all, that's like the most bachelor thing I've ever heard of in my life..
0: <laughs> that's
1: a <very> I'm True. concerned I won't be able to get my takeout wings on Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday. Better get them the night before than throw them in the fridge. <clears throat> True. Second of all, I feel like there's so many foods that you can get and refrigerate and then reheat the next day with there mm-hmm. being very little, like loss of integrity of the food pizza comes to mind very immediately and and you got a bacon cheeseburger which i feel like is the least (laughs) good for reheating and onion (laughs) (laughs) and so you're telling me that you took a bacon cheeseburger (laughs) how many wings uh, 12. A dozen wings and an uh, order of onion and, rings and you put them all in a pile on a plate and shoved them in your oven. Did you do it in the it, oven or it, did you do it in the, the microwave, microwave?
0: Totally microwave. Yep. And you threw it in the microwave?
1: Oh my god, dude. Sounds it sounds terrible. It was
0: so cold. This is, this is a a, a factor of this is like the only way I can survive right now, because it's 10 degrees outside, I'm not leaving my house. And I don't know if anybody's going to be able to get to my house without freezing to death. Or they work for Grubhub and, you know, they're working for $3.92 an hour.
1: Yeah, I hate those guys, though.
0: Yeah. No, I know. I know they're always
1: riding the wrong way on the bike lane with their e-bikes at like thirty five miles an hour while looking at their phones. They're the worst.
0: Are they e bikes or are they mopeds? Are they off mopeds or <laughs> e-bikes. Are they e bikes? No. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. But it was a good bug, even if it was reheated.
1: Cool.
0: Yep, I would recommend it. And, and I, I think
1: it. okay, another take events. on that you, we've been doing this whole crock pot thing for so long, and I feel that the crock pot was invented specifically to make food for the Super Bowl in. Like, I feel like that was the invention of the crock pot
0: artichoke dip.
1: <clears throat> was somebody was, said, I am watching the Super Bowl, and I just want to throw some shit into a pot and cook it for really low heat so that I don't have to pay attention to it. And I want it to be the same texture going in as it is going to be on the way out. And they invented the crock
0: pot. Hmm. True. I got two things to say about that. First of all, I was totally off on my schedule, right? So I didn't have anything to throw in the crock pot. Right. Second is it's also, like, the pot luck, right? Like, I wasn't going anywhere for the Super Bowl. Right. i had work the next day. It's COVID. Like, I'm not going to go anywhere. And it's nine degrees outside. And it's the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Who gives a shit. Right. Um, so, like, I think, like, Cause I've been to those kind of parties where it's like somebody brings the Swedish meatballs, somebody brings the artichoke dip, somebody brings the, their mom's chicken wing recipe, right? Like I think there's some kind of tradition behind that, that the crock pot was built for. Because like I could make it into like, you don't eat fondue by yourself or if you do, that's, that's, that's an accomplishment. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you might eat buffalo chicken dip by yourself.
0: How much? How much buffalo chicken dip and in one's life mm. and in how many cities? If you are by yourself,
1: then you can eat way more buffalo chicken dip than you ever have to admit eating. <laughs> that's a good point. You could eat all the buffalo chicken dip and then say, I only ate half. I only ate half the buffalo chicken dip. Right. I saved the other half for later. But in reality, you ate all of it. Right. You're free to do that. Which is a good You're idea. You're also
0: free to order a, a barbecue bacon cheeseburger and put it in your refrigerator until the next day. <laughs> it's, it's a free fucking country sale. That's true. It is that. If nothing else. There's also pulled pork on that movie.
1: (laughs) That probably made the reheat a little bit better.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. One thing, when we were in New York together, we'd go to Super Bowls. And the thing that I remember the most about uh, the food you'd make was the nachos. Right. That was always my favorite, the seven-layer the seven layer nachos.
1: Yeah, you got to make different layers of the nachos, otherwise you end up with a bunch of just dry, overcooked chips underneath the first layer of cheese.
0: And exactly, and the whole fucking problem with nachos is chip A is loaded with guacamole, cheese, beans, and beef, and chip B is just like a stale chip. Right. It's like, it's like square cut pizza, bad nachos.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Man, your boys on Twitter will probably be like, what are you talking about? The dry chip that's like overcooked <laughs> at the bottom of the pan that has <laughs> never seen cheese in its life is the best chip of the nachos. That's How the best that- chip
0: two black beans on it nothing else
1: Right, but like <laughs> black beans that are so dry that they're basically <laughs> hard again you know like they've never been cooked in the first place
0: <laughs> uh, yeah so that that nacho the, the a nacho di- uh, uh, recipe is, is the best nachos I think I've ever had the worst nachos I haven't had them, but Sam, I've got yet another embarrassing thing to share about myself on this podcast. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) So I've been watching a lot of TikTok videos, and something that's been spreading on TikTok are, like, life hack recipes. Okay. And one of these life hack recipes was for a nacho Dish. Did you ever be to Stone Cold Creamery, Sam? You know what I'm talking about? Cold
1: Stone? Yeah. Or did Stone Cold Steve Austin open an ice cream shop that I don't know Uh, about? i I
0: apologize. Cold Stone Creamery. That would be cool. I think I have been there, yeah. Would they, like, mix up the ice cream in front of you kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So this fucking lady... That's how she's going to make her nachos. And so she makes her nachos by pouring Velveeta all over her kitchen counter. Okay. And then crushing up tortilla chips and giving ground beef and prepackaged taco seasoning and spreading that on the Velveeta cheese. Is it cooked ground beef
1: or just raw ground beef?
0: It's, out, it's cooked out of a package. She okay. didn't cook it. Pre cooked. Okay. And they uh, sell that? then she takes what?
1: They sell pre cooked ground beef? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's,
0: it, it's, uh, yes. Then she mashes it up with her hands and then scoops it up into a tortilla shaped ice cream cone and then eats her abomination like an ice cream cone. And this is like one of the most popular videos on the internet right now. Weird. And it's like, what are we even doing? I don't even know what we're doing anymore.
1: Like as a society? <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like TikTok is probably not a great representation of society as a whole.
0: I hope
1: not. You know, I feel like the average median age of TikTok is like 14 years old. Right. And that's not where I'm going to look for my cooking tips.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes, but 14-year-olds are.
1: Well, that's fine for them, you know. Mm -hmm. It's probably best that they're not cooking anything with heat, you know. Buy your ground right. beef pre cooked. For God's sake! Yeah,
0: right. The the other video I watched recently was a lady. They're all like like twenty five year old ladies too, uh, melting down Cheetos in a saucepan and using that as the sauce for her mac and cheese.
1: Just like the grease.
0: No, like 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 you can put. Cheetos, hot Cheetos in a pan and melt them. And they melt like plastic. And you can use it as like a nacho sauce.
1: Well, that sounds gross. And possibly
0: toxic.
1: (laughs) Cheetos are only edible if you don't heat them up.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like there's got to be some kind of, like, uh, carcinogens released into the atmosphere, then.
1: I was always so shocked with how how Doritos burned. Right. Yeah, I remember that. You put a bit to them, and they go up like they're made out of straight gasoline.
0: They're, they're made out of, like, plastic.
1: They burn like they're made out of... They're just so loaded with oil, I guess, but they burn like crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, processed food, man. Damn. All right. Uh what are you planning on cooking uh in the upcoming week?
1: Uh I don't really have anything planned
0: really. I did uh, uh, marinate my chicken in that soy sauce, fish sauce, garlic, hot sauce, uh, marinade that we were talking about. I haven't eaten it yet. Cooked it this afternoon. Smells fucking delicious. Yeah, it looked I'm good. Excited about that. Uh, and I finished off my fried chicken that I talked about last week, which is my favorite thing. And I got. I did get back to some basics. I uh, just roasted a bunch of sweet potatoes and steamed a bunch of green beans and have just been, like, eating sweet potatoes and green beans constantly. That sounds good. I love sweet potatoes. They are very good. And I uh, I don't have maple syrup. That's on my to-do list. I've got butter and I've got brown sugar. Um, But I honestly haven't been... Um, a couple of them, I've used that. Usually I've been dunking them in chicken fat. Yeah. Hopefully... Schmaltz, as it's called. Yeah, that's the that that's the good stuff. Uh, but sweet potatoes are like a, a superfood; they really are. Yeah. Skin on, definitely.
1: Yeah, skin on. Roast them. Yep. I do, I do maple syrup and not brown sugar, but that's
0: just me. Sure. Yeah. It's just no, I, old I, Vermont I, Sam. I, I know. I love the brown sugar, but maple syrup sounds delicious also, and it's on my to-do list.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I don't have any plans for this week. I'm not sure. I'm, you know, I don't really. Generally, it just happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got to figure out dinner one night, and then I do.
0: Well, and that's sometimes the most fun. I want to get what I, what I do want to try to get in my crock pot is my Korean rib recipe. Um, and so I think that might be Friday or Saturday. I'll do that. Uh, and hopefully these Asian chicken thighs are good too. They just smell so good. You know, I marinated them, I roasted them 45 minutes, 425 degrees. Oh, I put down the aluminum foil in the baking pan. Smart. Do you think that... It, it, that is smart, right? Right. It'll be easier to clean. Well, yeah, there's that. But, should, but like, I'm hoping that it'll give them a little extra crisp. Or am I making that up?
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think it'll make any difference with that. But it'll okay, be easier to clean. That's the... Yeah. Like, you yeah. want to put something down. Because... Yep. Yeah.
0: I've got my favorite baking pan and my favorite frying pan, and they're both super old and like not even high quality, but I love them so much. What's your like, what's it, your
1: frying pan like?
0: Uh it used to be green, but all the green has gotten fried away from it, so now it's just black.
1: Like green on the inside?
0: No, on the outside. Oh, on the outside, okay. What's yeah. the inside? It's not. It, it, it probably costs nineteen dollars and ninety five cents from Target. You know,
1: right? Uh,
0: it's it's nothing special. I I got a walk that's pretty good. I also I do have some cast iron shit, but I don't use it. Right. Um, I've got a walk that I use sometimes. I actually okay. This might be sacrilegious, and we should wrap this up because I also want to talk about the sports things we were talking about. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, but um, I like frying my bacon in my wok. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it. I can get it I put just a little oil in and, and I can get it to not stick and it cooks more evenly
1: uh-huh. for me
0: in my wok than it does in my little frying pan that I like. Gotcha. And what I'll do is I'll cook my bacon and then I've got my bacon grease and I can cook other shit in my bacon grease which makes me really happy
1: yeah that is good I have I have a I have like a carbon steel pan that's like I think it was it's like a crepe pan it doesn't really have any sides but mm-hmm. I use that for most things uh, and I like cook all my eggs in there and a lot of other stuff. <laughs> and then I what use it
0: a... sides like do the sides come up like kind of vertically?
1: No, the sides come up very not vertically and they only oh. come up like an inch. Oh, or if that. So it's basically just a flat piece of metal you put on the pan on the on the heat. And I like that <laughs> pan a lot. And then the other pan I use a lot is the big cast iron. Those are like the two pans that I use.
0: Right. I'm too lazy to clean my cast iron is my problem.
1: Right, but the thing about that is that it's so much easier to clean a cast iron than it is to clean any other pan. Well, Why? Well, because you, you don't use soap. uh uh-huh. And you just, like, you just scrub it out with water. And if you do yeah. it while it's still hot, it doesn't... Like, it, huh. you know, it just comes right off.
0: You just, yeah, because you just rinse it and heat it.
1: Like, you just, you have your hot pan, you put it in, it sizzles, and then you just scrub it with, like, a, with a steel wool, and that's mm-hmm.
0: it. Hmm. look at that again. That could be a fun thing to but add. But you do
1: I... have to, it does have to be, you know, it has to be seasoned well.
0: Mm-hmm
1: takes a little love to get it there. But once it's there, it's like the easiest thing in the world. Hmm. But, you know, I don't know. Those are the pans I like. I have a bunch of other pans. I have a like a thick stainless steel pan that used to be part of a pressure cooker. But the lid got lost. But the bottom (laughs) is just... Because the thing is, is that the cool thing about the cast iron pans is that they're so thick that you don't, like, lose the temperature when you throw something in there. Right. Uh, which is the problem with, like, nonstick pans or aluminum pans. is you As soon as you put the food in there, the pan's not hot anymore. Uh-huh. Because the cold food cools down the pan. And then it starts to, like, instead of sear, it starts to steam because all the water comes out of it.
0: Right.
1: Whereas you throw it in a nice cast iron pan, you get a good sear on the bottom. Right. Hmm. Also, you can just throw them in the oven. Sear it on the stovetop, then pop it right in the oven.
0: Mm-hmm. Like steak? Like red meat? Or just anything? Yeah, steak steak,
1: chicken. Like if you want to, yeah. Whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Ugh. Hey. I'm getting hungry. I'm like, God, I should buy fish and cook fish that way. <laughs> I'm going to fish in forever. Yeah, fish is Thank good. You. Yeah. Yeah, like searing a little fish. Uh, one thing I do really want to get better at is that, like, you know, searing or frying something and then baking it, you know, getting it just at the right temperature and uh, uh, heat. I don't know. I I said that incorrectly. Getting the temperature just right inside the meat that you're cooking.
1: Oh, yeah. That's just practice. Yeah. That's
0: all that is. Okay, but we had like three sports-based things we wanted to talk about, and I totally uh, mind blanked on all of them now. Well, your hot take was that the most overrated player
1: in Major League Baseball
0: is always a member of the New York Yankees. Always a member
1: of the New York Yankees.
0: It's always going to be a member of the New York Yankees because of the mainstream media that surrounds the New York Yankees and fucking hypes up their shitty-ass players. Right. I have evidence of this. The only year of of this millennia, of the 21st century, where I can't for sure say that is 2015 because that's the only year where neither Derek Jeter nor Aaron Judge was playing. From 2000 to 2014 it was always Derek Cheater. 2016 to the present it's always been Aaron Judge. Right. They are by far the most overrated players in Major League Baseball. I don't think there's these are facts I'm just saying facts not opinions.
1: Right. And also facts. I would say the last Yankee player who lived up to their hype was Alex Rodriguez. Agreed. And we're yeah, also saying just facts because I hate that dude.
0: But, yeah, no, the, I would say no, he's why?
1: the last not overrated Yankee player. But Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, uh, Trash Ball Severino.
0: Um, Oh, yeah, no, I think what you're yeah. You're 100% correct. All members of the New York Yankees are overrated. I'm talking about the most overrated player in all of Major League Baseball. Right? Oh. And it's always Derek Jeter until it's Aaron Judge. Right. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> the, the other dudes are overrated also, just not as... They're rated. less overrated. They're less overrated. Now, the question is, and I don't know, I don't know if you've got Google at your fingertips right now, who is the most overrated player in that one year in the 2000s when neither Derek Jeter nor Aaron Judge were playing? In 2015?
1: 2015.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know who it is. It might be Alex Rodriguez, but he's pretty good. Like, we hate him. But he's good at baseball. He's good at hitting baseballs.
1: Twenty fifteen might have been the year he was suspended. Also,
0: yeah, right.
1: Oh, Bryce, Bryce Harper, was, most
0: overrated player. It's, no. Bryce, it's Bryce Harper. There you go. So, so no, no, Bryce, he was the most
1: he, valuable player in oh, two thousand fifteen. He's still
0: the most overrated. You can be MVP and most overrated at the same time. That's my other hot take. It's not a. It's not a contradiction to say. Yeah, you're MVP and you're most overrated.
1: Uh hmm. Machado? Machado was good in
0: 2015. Yeah. Other the year the Kansas City Royals won the World Series. Uh okay. Because it was before the Astros got good, so it's not like Artube or Springer or Carlos Correa or any of those jackasses. Uh...
1: Prince Fielder? Yeah. Oh, Jose Reyes was really overrated.
0: Jose Reyes. That's a good... That's for the Mets, right?
1: Right. Well, he was with the Blue Jays in 2015.
0: Okay. Mm, Jose Reyes. That was the year that uh, Jose Bautista backflipped that uh, ALCS home run. Anyway, but take it to the bank. It's always going to be a New York Yankee if much most overrated. Right. Easily, <laughs> easily, and then we had one other thing we needed to talk about. I think it was football based.
1: I can't. Oh, it was how um, you think that the the quarterback is so oh. overrated. Yeah. So so here's my thing. And has that changed at all after this Super Bowl?
0: It has not
1: changed. Okay.
0: Because, like, Patrick Mahomes is really, really, really good at quarterback. Nothing, I'm not taking anything away from Tom Brady, right? The days of me being a Tom Brady hater are behind me. Right. Not hitting Tom Brady at all. Pat Mahomes is really fucking good at his job. He couldn't do anything without a functional offensive line. Yes, Tampa Bay had a good defensive scheme laid out for him but like it doesn't matter how good you are at quarterback if you don't have an offensive line it, there's it, I'm not gonna I don't think that football is the ultimate team sport but like you can't do jack shit unless the other guys on your team can do their job and that starts with the left tackle you need a good left tackle Well, I mean I
1: guess so But on the other side of that Football game You have Tom Brady Who came to a Bucs Squad uh, And took him to the Super Bowl From wherever They Let's see
0: Yeah, they sucked before Now
1: they so they we were did. seven and nine last year.
0: Yeah, here's here's my I mean I you right and you didn't make,
1: make the playoffs.
0: Nice. Yeah, did they? Did they make playoffs at seven and nine? No, no, because uh, that happens sometimes in the NFL. Um, he also the Patriots. Got, the
1: Patriots last year were twelve and four,
0: and this year they were like four and twelve. Right. No, they were better than that, but not much better than that. Yeah, no, Tom Brady's really fucking good.
1: They were seven and uh, nine this year. Huh. So, I mean, and this year the Bucks were what eleven and five. Yeah. So got Tom better. Brady they, they is Tom Brady's worth that. like four to five wins by himself. It seems like.
0: See, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I think what what it is, is that like. Tom Brady is like a coach on the field. Right. And also, it's
1: also kind of unfair because Tom Brady is like the best quarterback ever.
0: And Tom Brady was like, hey, I'm on the team. Gronkowski joined the team. Hey, I'm on the team. Leonard Fournette joined the team. right am hey, on team Antonio Brown joined the team. Right. And Antonio
1: Brown, have... have you been cleared of your rape allegations yet? <laughs> oh, you <laughs> have? Yeah. Join the team. Yeah. <clears throat> All I can say is that dude and Ben Roethlisberger deserved each other.
0: God damn, can you imagine that? They hated each other. Good. That was another thing. I don't know. We probably shouldn't go down this rabbit hole, but... Like, are you rooting for the team that's got Antonio Brown? Or are you rooting on the team that's got Tyreek Hill on their team? What did he do? Uh, domestic violence. Yeah. Choked choked his wife. I want to say. Oh.
1: The, uh... What's that guy? Closer for the Yankees. Aroldis Chapman. The, oh, the old Aroldis Chapman, all, I like all to call the, it?
0: All this, yeah. What about him? He sucks.
1: Oh, he also choked his wife.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, I, I did get into a funny, it wasn't even a Twitter fight. It was just a funny thing where, like, a lot this Chapman probably has the record for most, like, blown saves in series clinching games. Right, High I, high-profile blown saves. Yeah, like, he did win that, like, his team won that World Series, but he blew the save before they won the World Series. Again, right. You know, he was on the Cubs, and then he blew it in the ALCS against the Rays, and he blew it in the ALCS against Astros. And people were posting videos about that, And I was, like, dunking on him. I'm like, LOL, look at this piece of shit. People think he's good at his job. A piece of trash. I call him a piece of trash. And then it was actually at L. Taylor who was like, you know, he's worse than that. And I'm like, yeah, he's a piece of shit, too. He's he's a piece of shit for being a, a, a serial abuser. He's a piece of trash for, you know, giving up home runs, in the bottom of the night. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Like, there are two different categories and it qualifies in both of them.
1: Yep. Yeah, that guy's the worst. Okay. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Well, we should probably sign off because we're almost at time, but I wanted to ask you if there was any QAnon updates with this impeachment trial starting. You know anything about that?
0: <laughs> um... I don't know about the impeachment trial. I've been following Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh. uh, uh, A rather closely. Not Lauren Boebert, friend of the show, Lauren Boebert. I'm pretty sure she listens to our show. She's QAnon. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. So she is the Republican representative from the state of Georgia. And she's a QAnon follower. And she will deny this, but she's lying about that. And the messed up thing about her, among many things, is that she was a very early uh, adherent, I would say, to Q. Uh, She was like on at the get-go on this conspiracy theory slash cult. It's a cult. Right. Uh, And she is now, she's got handlers and shit like that who are trying to be like, no, she doesn't believe, you know, she's Miss Jewish space laser, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And she's got handlers like, oh, no, she doesn't believe those things. She does believe those things. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And two thoughts I had this week about her. She is a raging anti-Semite. Again, we talked about it, it always comes back to anti right. All you know?
1: the conspiracy people are actually anti-Semites. That's... It's
0: anti you know Why is it aliens? Because we're anti-Semitic.
1: Right. <laughs> it's aliens because the Jews got a big laser up in space. Everyone knows that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So she's a fucking anti Semite, so never forget that. The other thing, though, that we need to be worried about is that she's she's addicted to power. And now that she has power, she's figuring out that mm, she doesn't need these QAnon morons anymore. Right. And that's when we, that's the next level of. Uh, fear that we need to have. Like, she's got, she has real power. She's a representative representative in the U.S. House she, of Representatives. She doesn't
1: have any power, though. They stripped her of all of her...
0: They stripped her of her committee chairs, true, or committee assignments, that's true. Uh, but, you know, she gets a vote.
1: She gets a vote. She
0: gets a vote. She gets to decide politics and policy, yeah, and she's making mad money on fundraising,
1: yeah no
0: so, she's crazy and evil, but she's not dumb she's not dumb at all uh the impeachment thing I, I don't know, I think trump is I think Trump is not paying attention <laughs> I don't know why. He's done. He's done. I think Trump is done. I really do. I've read lots of things that he has defeated McConnell. Like, the Republican Party will continue to be enthralled to, let's call it Trumpism. Uh-huh. Um, but it's like Trump doesn't give a shit. Right. But we'll, but Trumpism, whatever the hell that means, will persist. And it's it's, you know... Weird combinations of nationalism, fascism, Christianity, and, and alien belief, you know? Yeah. Crazy. It will persist. I'm sorry. I'm not optimistic. Let me put it that way. Right.
1: Well, you know. Best case scenario, it destroys the Republican Party and they just are never able yeah. to rally around another leader. See,
0: I, I, I've read people saying that, but it should destroy the Republican Party, but I don't think it's going to. Right. i am just said just best case to...
1: scenario. I'm not saying yeah, well, that it is. But
0: yeah, 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 true. But I've read lots yeah. of stuff like, okay, this is it for the Republicans, and they, they've got a day of reckoning now. No, they don't. They... they they don't have to do anything that they don't want to. Right. Because they've got all the sugar. And if you've got, first you get the sugar, then you get the women.
1: Right. Yeah. Those are prizes. Yeah. All right, well, we got to wrap it up.
0: All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, I, I have not been timing this episode. I was timing the last episode. Sam. It's too long. Yeah, it's a long episode. It's very late. It's Tuesday night. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're still with us, this has been Dump on the jump ostensibly a baseball podcast. This has been Top of oh, the crock. Um, Sam, let's start thinking about ooh, actually like planning some fucking recipes and what, you know, what should I cook? We've done some good <clears throat> shit about that in the past.
1: I feel like we yeah. maybe, Joel, should do a video.
0: Oof. Okay. Like a TikTok
1: video. Yeah, yeah. That's disgusting.
0: (laughs) Joel just like covering his body in chocolate sauce.
1: Yeah, just like melted ice cream. (laughs) I think that whatever we do should involve melted ice cream. That's what I've decided.
0: What's the the future? Okay, wait,
1: check this out. Yeah, We'll make pancakes, this will be our hack, pancakes, but instead of syrup, you just throw mint chocolate chip ice cream in the microwave for like four minutes.
0: <laughs> and call it a pancake?
1: No, no, and then you put that over the top of your pancakes. Okay, I'm not convinced that's a bad idea. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, no, but the pancakes are made out of melted che- Cheez-Its. So.
0: there you go there you go that's, that's it how to make pancakes pour melted cheese into your pan
1: right and then you throw it in the oven
0: right and then you melt the in chocolate ice cream yeah throw it the you've got a cheese cheeseburger
1: yeah that's a good idea
0: Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get the fuck out of here. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Dumb on the Yelp, our Ostensibly a baseball podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Ah, we talked a lot. Talked a lot tonight. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs>
1: you. Hey.